0: you're listening to Opening the Tent, Stories of Jewish Belonging, an original podcast produced by the NYU Ruffin Center for Jewish Student Life. Our guest today is Neely Kasanoff. Hey, my name is Neely Kasanoff. I am a senior in global liberal studies studying politics, rights, and development. I feel like I've always been at least somewhat cognizant of my Jewish identity. I grew up in South Texas and went to a Jewish preschool and went to my synagogue's religious school from kindergarten. And my mom would always come to me and my sister's classes in elementary school for various Jewish holidays and either bake a related treat or bring an activity for the holiday for the rest of my class to do. So I feel like I had a pretty cool initial upbringing where although I was the only Jewish student, my classmates were still so invested in learning about my culture and traditions. However, because I grew up in South Texas and also within an interfaith family, I became much more cognizant of the way others were perceiving me as a Jew as I grew up. And it was really complicated because I found that often to non-Jewish individuals, they would tell me that I was the most Jewish person that they had ever met and would use me as their token Jew. But then to some of the more Orthodox practicing Jews, they wouldn't consider me even a real Jew because my mother was not Jewish. And so I had this really interesting tension between the two of those, I guess, where I had one community of people telling me I was a super Jew and one community who I thought I was a part of almost like outcasting me from that. Growing up, my sister and I's favorite movie as young kids was The Sound of Music. And every time we watched it, when it got to the intermission, my parents would make us stop the movie. And we thought that was the end. And then when I was about five or six years old, I had a friend whose parents had let her watch all the way to the ending. And when I found out there was more to my favorite movie, I insisted on seeing it. And as young as I was, that was when my parents had to sit me down and say okay we will let you watch this movie it's a great film however we know that you don't really know about world war ii and so we want to talk to you about the nazi party and we think it's important that you understand the reason that some of our family had to leave russia and ukraine was because sometimes there are people in the world who are simply not going to agree with the existence of Jews. And they had to explain to me that because we were living in South Texas, it was still a community where Judaism is the vast minority and anti-Semitism is still heavily present in the dominant narrative. So it was very important for them to educate me very young and have me be aware of the fact that I should always be proud of my Judaism and love it, but I need to be aware that there sometimes might be people around me, which I found to be true, who have this like unfounded hatred towards me just because of my Judaism. So that was really um, negatively interesting to grow up around. Was there a time when you felt outside of the tent in your community or religion? It was honestly very difficult for me growing up in South Texas as a Jew, because it's hard to feel supported by the Jewish community when you're not visibly seen or directly connecting with the community. And I think it can be easy for some of these small rural Jewish communities to feel forgotten because, you know, we face all the same anti-Semitism, but there's much less support in fighting it. And if I'm being honest, in middle school, I was tired of feeling like I was the only one fighting for the Jewish people. So I was thinking about just giving up and joining in with the dominant stream and not having to exhaust all my energy fighting. And it was right about then that my dad forced me to join my first Jewish youth group and I, entered this beautiful world of a global community of Jewish youth and joined multiple youth groups, did so many summer programs and it changed my life in so many ways even outside of my Judaism and made it so clear to me that it is this sense of community that the Jewish people are able to create and preserve that is what makes us so special and It's of utmost importance now for us as Jews in New York City, one of the most well-known universities in the world, it is our responsibility to not only be standing up for the Jewish community here, but to be using the privilege of having a voice and a platform here to speak for these communities who tend to feel forgotten. One thing that I wish people would understand about my personal Jewish identity is that my Jewish identity is not anyone else's to decide how Jewish I am or whether or not I'm Jewish. That's completely to me. And I think that there is a tendency now, especially in American Jewish youth, to consider being Jewish, in air quotes, either as a cultural or religious Jew, and i that's not something that's ever resonated with me because I'm from South Texas. I have a Christian mother. I love bacon, egg and cheese breakfast tacos. I often sleep past Shabbat services, but I would so much rather just be left to let me practice in the way that's best for me. And I think that's really where modern Judaism is maybe going in that The importance is maybe not in being so strict in adherence of rules as it is studying, discussing and understanding why these rules are in place and creating Jewish practices that are sustainable to our own individual lives and finding that practice that works for you and recharges you. And it's not going to look the same for everyone. And I think that's an amazing and beautiful thing because as long as I'm saying that my practices are rooted in Judaism and in the Torah, there should be no more question about that. And I really want to encourage people to not be intimidated about perhaps not being as religious as other Jews you know, or not being as familiar with the culture or recipes or knowing the line dancing or anything. Like, whatever you know is beautiful and is your connection to Judaism. As a South Texan Jew, the first time I came to New York and NYU and saw the Great, the enormous visibility of the Jewish community here. My mind was so truly blown. Like to go to Brooklyn and see school buses and street signs and building names all in Hebrew. It It is so amazing to me that there are communities in America where it is so safe to be openly Jewish. And I spent so long either taking my Judaism for granted because I didn't like being different or hiding it out of fear because of the vast anti-Semitism around me. But those are two things I am never going to do again because I'm so inspired being around all of you amazing staff at Bronkman Center and around campus. I just want anyone to know who ever feels lonely in your Judaism that you are not at all like is the thing that has always been the rock for me to go back to at the end of the day and I don't know I guess just don't lose faith because if you need the Jewish community the Jewish community will always be there to support you. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by the Beehive Story Collective at the NYU Brofman Center. You can listen to all four seasons of Opening the Tent on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I hope you enjoy this glimpse into the Jewish stories of our community.